every week we come to life as a different version of ourselves and we're going to have different strengths and different weaknesses depending on what phase there's four of them what phase of the menstrual cycle we're on and it was just so so cool to just hear like that's how god made us and god made us to show up differently as women each week so we don't have to get so frustrated about ourselves like oh i was so energetic this week and just things felt so easy or i was so creative this week or i was just so reflective that week no just tap into the different strengths of your cycle and learn about those and just know like i'm not going to be awesome at everything every week because that's just not how god wired my body Here, we talk about intuitive eating and Jesus. Hi, I'm Nyla, and welcome to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm a certified health and life coach specializing in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a Christian perspective. I pray this podcast allows you to learn the skill of intuitive eating and tap into the awesome body wisdom God intentionally designed into you for food choices and exercise choices. This podcast will teach you how to have a peaceful and joyful relationship with food and fitness, the kind that God desires all his children to experience. I'll also teach you how to view your body as God sees it. I believe Adam and Eve were intuitive eaters in the Garden of Eden, and I'm on a mission to help as many Christian women as I can eat with ease and calm as those two did all those years ago in that famous garden. Hello, hello. This weekend, when you hear this podcast, when it goes live, it is going to be such a fun weekend. Very much so looking forward to it. My parents are going to come to the city where I live. They're going to drive the two hours to come and spend the night at my house with my husband and my cat. And we're going to go out for dinner. And I'm already decided that I'm going to get this really awesome Power Bowl from Boston Pizza that I really like. It has like quinoa and chicken and I think the chicken is like a honey dill and there's lots of vegetables in there and it's really delicious. And um, we're going to play some board games. That's going to be fun. And just hanging out with my mom and dad. They're coming to celebrate something that is happening on the 15th. So on the Sunday, that is probably the best day of the entire year, in my honest opinion. (laughs) Just kidding. Listen on to this episode and you'll see what I'm talking about. But I do just want to give a disclaimer that this episode is about balance and the problem that I see with how the world tells us to go after a balanced life and what I think is more a biblical approach, what is more in alignment with God's design of the female body. If you want to just skip to that part, it's like the last, I don't know, six minutes of this episode. I'll put the exact timestamp in the show notes. So if you don't want to hear all the personal stuff that I'm going to share first, If you want to just go to like the meat of this episode, you can go there. But I really like listening to podcast episodes where the hosts share some updates from their life. They maybe just share what's giving them joy lately. They might talk about fashion or what they cooked for supper the night before. I just really think that's fun. It feels like I'm sitting around with a couple girlfriends just talking about girly things. And I really like that. So every once in a while, I try to bring that to my podcast, just talking about girly things. And so I hope you enjoy that. And I'm also going to, at the beginning of the episode, going to share why this weekend is going to be awesome and what I'm planning to do this weekend. And then I'm also going to share 
what was a really, really powerful lesson that I learned in 2022. And it's my gift to you. I really hope that me sharing this one powerful lesson and kind of unpacking it a bit, that you can benefit from it now. And I had to wait till I was 30 to learn this lesson, but I'm gifting it to you to learn at whatever age you are now. And I really think this lesson will bless you. And part of that lesson is about emotions and how there's no wrong emotion, just like there's no food that's wrong to eat or no body shape that's wrong to be. There's no emotion that's wrong to feel. And I love how in scripture, it talks about in your anger, do not sin. It doesn't say being angry is sinful. It just says in that emotion of anger, don't do something sinful. And I think that mindset can apply to all of our emotions. So none of our emotions are sinful. It's what are you going to do while you're feeling that way? Are you going to act in sin? And I unpack that a lot more later on in that episode, but just wanted to share that with you guys. And I am just pumped for this weekend. And I bought my favorite cookies to eat this weekend. That's one fun thing that I'm going to do. Lenny and Larry or Larry and Lenny cookies. They're like protein cookies. It's kind of like a protein bar, but in the shape of a giant cookie. And I like to put them in the microwave. My favorite kind is just the chocolate chip one. And I put it in the microwave a little bit, like for 15 seconds. So the chocolate chips melt. And I just love that. And so I was super pumped when I found those in Canada at Sobeys one day. I thought they weren't in Canada. And they are, and I really enjoy them, so I bought myself two big giant cookies to eat this weekend to celebrate something that you will find out very soon. So thank you for hanging out with me on the podcast today, and I pray that this episode blesses you. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Nyla. And I decided today to do a bonus episode. I don't usually release episodes on Sunday, but it's my birthday today. I am turning 31 years old, and I just thought, you know, that would be really fun to do a podcast and have it release on my birthday. I'm really trying to incorporate a lot of fun into my life, and one of the things that's really fun for me is to do podcasts on my own podcast. And so that's what I'm doing going to do a bonus episode for you guys today about the concept of balance and how sometimes the way we define balance can be really harmful and it can actually be rooted in comparison. So we're going to talk about that. But first, I just want to share a post that I actually put on Instagram today. Not a post. It was actually my stories. But today when I'm recording this, it's a Saturday and I didn't really have much on the go. I'm really trying hard this year, 2023, to not work on the weekends. In 2022, I was working in evenings and weekends, and I just was not liking that. And when I answered the question in January to reflect what was the thing that stressed me out the most in business, that was one of my reflection questions, I realized, you know what, working on Saturdays, that really just didn't feel good to me. And so now I am trying my hardest to not work on weekends. And also try not to work as much on evenings either. Sometimes it happens, you have to get a project done, but for the majority of the time, I want to not work on the weekends and dedicate that to hanging out with my husband, doing errands, things like that. Just relaxing too, having downtime. And anyway, so I didn't have much on the go today. I didn't have to have any Zoom meetings or Google Meet meetings with any clients or prospective clients. I was mostly hanging out around the house. I was going to go and run a few errands, but 
I just decided that even though I don't have anything to dress up for, I feel like getting dressed up. And I did this post on Instagram today and it was really well received. Again, not a post. I don't know why I keep saying that. It was the stories. And I'm going to read today what I wrote. So I had a picture of myself with my hair all curled and I was wearing one of my favorite shirts. It's kind of like a burgundy long sleeve shirt and it's ruffly. It's got like the ruffles on the top of the shoulders and then ruffles at the bottom. And it's long sleeved and it's kind of poofy sleeved as well. It's super cute and I was wearing it with just some silver simple jewelry like my wedding ring and some of my favorite silver hoop earrings, small hoop earrings. And I was wearing it with some comfy jeans. And I had just wrote on this story, like I posted a bathroom selfie of myself because the bathroom is where I can get my whole outfit in a picture. I wish I wish I had a cute like full length mirror in a bedroom or something like that, but I don't. So that's why you sometimes get outfit pictures in the bathroom. And often when I take pictures, the toilet paper roll is just empty. And all those pictures that go on my stories just always happens to be empty. So I try to cover it up with the words usually, which I did today. But I wrote, nowhere to go, just dressed up for me. It does wonders for your mindset and body image to put on cute and comfy clothes. Remember, it's okay to dress up just for you. You don't have to have a Zoom meeting to go to or be going out with friends. Get ready for you. Sometimes sweats are my jam, but sometimes I just feel like dressing up. And a lot of you sent hearts to that saying like, yes, 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 that's such a good message. So. Just wanted to share that with you. That was on my heart. And I also just wanted to share what I'm going to do for my birthday. I've been planning what I'm going to do for my birthday weekend. And I think it's fun to stretch out your birthday celebration, not just one day or one get together. Uh, I think it's fun to just do little fun extra things that whole week or that whole weekend. And so what I'm going to do is the Friday, my birthday is on a Sunday, January 15th. But on the Friday, I booked a haircut. I only like getting my haircut like once a year. I find it just annoying to go get it cut and my hair just grows so so fast so I usually wear it in a longer style it can just grow out and it doesn't look weird like I've had it in a pixie and a bob and it just grows so fast so I have to go to the hairdresser so often to keep it looking um not like shaggy but if it's a long hairstyle I can just let it grow and do its thing but I booked my annual haircut with my hairdresser so I'm gonna get it cut a little shorter I think I'll take about like five inches off and that will be fun to have a little shorter style for a while again it grows so fast it won't stay that short for long and after you go to a hairdresser your hair always looks extra good just the way they blow dry it and straighten it so I'm actually gonna do a photo shoot after that my husband works at a university and it's a really pretty location to take pictures people do wedding photos there graduation photos it's just a really nice place. There's like cobblestone buildings and it's pretty in the winter and the summer. And we're going to take some pictures inside. Well, my hair is all fancy smanchy, so that will be very nice. And then the next day we're going to go, because my hair will still be fancy smancy, smanchy, whatever that word is. We're going to go where we took engagement photos um, like seven years ago. And it's an outdoor garden and it's just so beautiful. And again, Lots of people take photos there. It's just this beautiful, almost like Japanese style garden. And there's koi in the pond, koi fish in the pond during summer. And there's just it's so beautifully landscaped. And there's little like buildings that look very Japanese inspired with the kind of curved roofs. And it's very pretty in winter too. The pond freezes over. We actually got engaged there. We went back and took engagement photos there. But that is also where my husband proposed to me. 
And it was really cool because I had had the thought at one point that this would be such a pretty place to get proposed to. And I only told one friend that once and we're not really, it's not that we had a falling out or anything. We just don't really hang out anymore. But that friend didn't even know my boyfriend, fiance at the time. She didn't even know him. And God just led him to propose in this beautiful place that was a place that I had always thought would be such a beautiful place to get proposed. So it's cool how God, even when you don't speak these desires to people, God still knows it and he can orchestrate things. So you get these cool little desires fulfilled that nobody even talked about, that you didn't even speak to anybody about. Or if you did, that person that you told didn't even tell the person that was going to be doing the thing, like proposing. And we're going to go get some tacos. I want to try fish tacos at one of our favorite Mexican places. That will be really good. And then me and my husband on my actual birthday. So today when you're listening, we're going to try a quinoa chocolate cake recipe that I really have been wanting to try. And it has coconut milk and chocolate chip icing that you put on it. And it just sounds really cool. My husband is like, can we pick a different cake? And I'm like, it's my birthday. I get to pick. And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) Because he's not such a fan of quinoa. And also for the photo shoot, on the Saturday, it's I'm kind of jumbling it all up. I'm not telling you what day we're doing everything, but that doesn't matter. On the Saturday, when we go to that garden and take pictures outside for my business, some marketing pictures, I saved a shirt that I got. So it'll be super fun to wear because it's brand new. And it's always extra fun to wear a shirt or a dress or whatever just for the first time. And I think that'll be really fun to wear it. And I'm just so excited to see those. And If you are on my Instagram today, I probably posted a birthday photo with a photo from one of those photo shoots so you can check out my hairstyle if you're listening to this in real time. Before we just hop into this episode, I wanted to share, you know, one of the biggest things that I learned being 30 and getting older actually rocks. I don't know why the world tells us that it's this terrible thing. Like, it's really not. It's actually a beautiful thing. And older equals wiser. I have learned so much being 30, just like I learned so much being 29, being 28. And I'm going to learn so much being 31. It's a whole year more of learning. And I'm just so intentional about reading books and listening to podcasts, but also spending time with God and asking him to lead my life, show me his will and help me with different areas of my life. And I'm just excited for what I'm going to learn being 31. There's so much freeing things that I will learn that will make life even more peaceful and enjoyable. But the biggest thing that I learned being 30, and you can listen to 16 things that I learned. I did a bonus episode about that for this podcast, One Year Anniversary, and I'll link that episode where I go into depth and share 16 freeing life lessons I learned being 30. But today I'm going to share one. I think it was just to not be so judgy on my emotions. I realized that I was very self-judgmental about feeling anxious or frustrated or stressed and I would get upset with myself like, no, 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 you're supposed to be calm all day long, Nyla. That's wrong to feel that way. But to be human is to have a wide range of emotions and those emotions are gifts from God and it's not wrong to feel any emotion. And I think I just felt like if I wasn't feeling pleasurable emotions all day long that I was doing something wrong that it just was sinful maybe even some of those emotions like anxiety i thought oh no i'm being sinful but i think that anxiety and this is a controversial topic but i don't think feeling anxiety is 
a sin. I think it's not God's best for us. He would like us to be trusting him. And usually my anxiety is rooted in I'm not trusting him. I would say like 100% of the time, actually, it's me not trusting him in some area. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, it's saying you'll be the head, not the tail. You will lend to many, but borrow from none. And that verse it doesn't mean that borrowing, taking loans out, that that's sinful. It's just meaning like that's not God's best for you to have to do that. His best for you would be for you to be prosperous and be able to bless others. So the same thing is with anxiety. I think that it's not a sin to feel these hard kind of icky emotions. It just is not God's best for you. And so I think that that has just been so freeing. I know that's been so freeing for me and it's helped me just have more compassion and Actually, when I'm not such in a rush to get away from an emotion, instead, if I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling anxious, that's okay, Nyla. Instead of condemning myself, the feeling goes away faster, actually. When I was just trying to ignore it or when I would get upset with myself for feeling these emotions, they stuck around a lot more and came around more. But now when I'm like, oh, you're feeling anxious, Nyla, that sucks. Like I bring in that compassion piece and you're okay. You're allowed to feel anxious, Nyla. This moment will pass. It's been just really, really helpful. And so I just leave you guys with that. Don't judge yourself for feeling a wide range of emotions. That's normal. No one is going about their days 100% zen. Things happen. And I think a really cool thing is to learn how to come back to those more pleasurable emotions faster. So it's kind of like when you're doing a cardio workout when you're not super in shape. Your breathing gets pretty heavy and it takes a while for it to come back down. And I think with these other emotions, you can learn to, oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling really overstimulated, frustrated, angry. But you can learn and become healthy mentally to be able to quickly, or not quickly, the goal doesn't even have to be quick, but to quicker come down, to relax, to just tap into that parasympathetic relaxation response of your central nervous system by doing things simply like deep breathing and having the exhale come out longer so you spend more time on the exhale rather than the inhale or like splashing your face with cold water or saying a prayer or just taking a few minutes to close your eyes and just be still or do grounding techniques like what is something I can smell in the room what is something that I can see and touch and taste and things like that and something that I learned few months ago was actually from the book try softer by um i don't know what the author's name is andy something and she is a christian psychologist therapist something like that very highly educated and she talks in her book about a great way to reduce anxiety is to just sense where it is in your body there's always going to be a body response to what you're feeling so see where you feel anxiety see where you feel stress where is it showing up is your heart rate racing are you feeling butterflies in your stomach? Just where are you feeling that emotion? Dry mouth, tight chest. And then just put your hand there and just feel it. And instead of trying to fix it, which is what I was trying to do, instead of trying to fix the emotion and get out of it quickly, be in it for 30 seconds to a minute. Just experience it. Notice and just zoom in on, oh, my, my chest feels really tight when I'm feeling stressed just sit in that emotion and it's like a wave my counselor I think I had said this on a different podcast my counselor has taught me like emotions are like waves and they come and they hit the sand and then they go out and the way that they can hit the sand is by us 
experiencing them by letting ourselves be in that not so fun feeling emotion and then it will leave instead of fighting it and not letting it hit the sand and that has just been really helpful to not fix my emotions or see some of them as problematic and then after I just sit there for 30 seconds or a minute I then invite the compassion piece in and say wow you're really stressed today that that's so hard just not trying to fix just trying to have so much compassion as if it was a friend that I'm talking to like oh yeah that work schedule sounds pretty stressful or like oh yeah like that does sound hard not trying to fix so anyways I just wanted to share all that with you something that has been so meaningful to me and I'm still going to dive into some other books on compassion I just want to keep learning in this area there's a book by Kristen Neff or Nerf I'm not sure how to say her last name but I have it from the library I'm excited to read that and so I just pray that my biggest takeaway of being 30 that you can learn it now even if you're 43 or 13 or 17 or 24 that you can learn it now. All right let's dive into today's episode which is called the problem with the concept of a balanced life. So there are a ton of hashtags about balance like hashtag balanced life, hashtag balanced plate, hashtag balanced lifestyle, hashtag balanced motherhood, you get the idea. I've used some of these on my own Instagram posts even. There's nothing wrong with using them. The issue I see though with the concept of achieving balance in life though is that it's often being sold to us that balance comes from having identical looking lives each day. And I was just listening to a podcast about cycle syncing and how we can plan our days and weeks and months around what phase of our menstrual cycle we're going to be on and it was fascinating and she was saying every week we come to life as a different version of ourselves and we're going to have different strengths and different weaknesses depending on what phase there's four of them what phase of the menstrual cycle we're on and it was just so so cool to just hear like that's how god made us and god made us to show up differently as women each week so we don't have to get so frustrated about ourselves like oh I was so energetic this week and just things felt so easy or I was so creative this week or I was just so reflective that week no just tap into the different strengths of your cycle and learn about those and just know like I'm not going to be awesome at everything every week because that's just not how God wired my body I'll link that episode about cycle syncing in the show notes because it was one of the best ones I've heard sometimes they're just complicated but this one was really good she was relating the four cycles to the the seasons like spring summer winter and gave some really good nutritional insights she's a registered nurse about things that we can eat to help with PMS and just um, the different strengths that we'll have in different phases of our cycle and it can just really help you have expectation for yourself to show up differently each week depending where you are in the month so I don't know about you but my days look very different from one another even more so now that I'm an entrepreneur and do different tasks for different clients each day of the work week but even before I started my own business back when I worked for an employer my days would look unique I used to work for my dad's gardening and landscaping company and depending on the job we had for the day we would use different lawn care equipment some days I sat on a ride-on mower for hours out in the prairies in farmland some days though I did more physical labor I would be whippersnipping holding heavy equipment like that or hauling cut down trees away when I worked at a bookstore later the workday looked different depending on what customers showed up 
Some days, really rude customers came in. Other days, really sweet ones, or even my own friends or family would visit me at work, which was fun. And during the Christmas season at the bookstore, my days were a blur. The shifts went by fast in the holidays because we were so busy, our checkout lines stretching across the entire store. Whereas other days, I remember looking at the clock and just counting down the minutes till my shift would end because it was just so slow in the store. And some shifts, my friends who worked at the store too, sometimes they'd have the same shift as me. And so when we passed each other on the floor of the bookstore, we would pass little notes to each other and we would have just kind of fun like that. And when I worked as a teaching assistant at a private Christian school, each day was different depending on what kids I was helping and what class they needed help in. Was it English? Was it math? Was it a kindergarten? Was it a grade 12? And also sometimes we had a field trip. So that would change it because we weren't actually at the school. We were out doing a field trip. Sometimes recess supervision, I looked forward to it because it was a beautiful day. Sometimes it was very cold and it sucked going outside to supervise the kids while they're on the playground at recess or at lunch. So very different looking days. Do you relate to this idea of days looking different? Sometimes I walk to get my groceries and carry them home. Other days I drive to Walmart or Costco and I pack the groceries in my trunk to haul home that way. Sometimes I lift 25-pound weights in a workout. Other days I choose the 3-pound weight or I even do the moves with body weight alone so I don't even touch a weight. Sometimes I finish work mid-morning like 10. Other days, I don't finish work for the day until 9.30 p.m. at night. Some days, I dress up, I curl my hair, and I sport earrings. Other days, I stay in my PJs all day and I rock a crazy messy bun. Some days, I do my workout bright and early, the first item to be crossed off my to-do list, and then other days, you'll find me at 11.30 p.m. at night pressing play on my workout, the last thing on my to-do list for that day. Sometimes, I walk for an hour and 20 minutes outside. Other days, I go for a 20-minute loop with my husband after work. Some days I eat three larger meals. Some days I eat five to six smaller meals. Just depends on the day. Sometimes I have time to take a long hot shower and shave and wash my hair and do all the things. And other days I have time only for a quick rinse and have to wear a shower cap and use dry shampoo to make my dirty hair last another day without washing. Guys, I think we set ourselves up for disappointment when we try to make each day look and feel the same. I have found that instead of associating a balanced life with identical looking days, there is something that works much better. The secret? Protecting the few things that make you feel how you want to. Not everything will look the same each day, but you can choose to control the controllable things. For me, there are five things that no matter what else the day holds, if I prioritize and protect doing these five things, I know I will feel good. That doesn't mean that there won't be up and down emotions throughout the day, but I just know that these will act as anchors and that the day will go a lot better. So for me, these five things are number one, starting the morning with 10 to 15 minutes with Jesus on the couch. If I forget to do this, I do it later. Better late than never. Or if I intentionally skip this, boy, do I feel it. Me and my loved ones and my clients suffer since I'm not as Christ-like since I skipped out on being influenced by Jesus's personality first thing. Two, move my body. It looks different each day how I move, but the act of exercising in some way makes my body and mind feel so energized, alert, and strong. Three, go for a walk. Yes, this is similar to number two, but it's different. 
See, I see walking as a spiritual discipline, actually, for myself. Outside in our park is where I get most of my praying done, in tongues or in English prayers. It's also a time to practice the discipline of solitude and silence, as sometimes I'm just simply listening to God and quieting my own talkative thoughts. I go for different lengths of walks, depending on the day, but I really do like to go for a walk a day, rain or shine or snow. 4. Drink enough water. 5. Eat regular meals. And here's a bonus one. Stretch. I like to do a little bit of stretching every day. A little bit goes a long way and makes me feel so good. Friends, what few things can you start to protect in order to feel more balanced? You can borrow some of my items or invite God into the deciding process and see what he would say. He knows you better than yourself and can help pinpoint activities that, when prioritized, will give you that sense of balance that you crave. Did you love this episode? Did a friend come to mind as you listened? Do her a favor and take two seconds to send her the episode link and DM or text it to her. It takes such little time to send a podcast episode to someone, yet the content of that podcast you feel God leading you to send someone can truly have life-changing impact. I know that's been the case for me. So if this podcast has been a blessing and a gift to you, send it to a friend so she can be blessed as well. Okay, I will see you guys on the next episode. Being a podcast producer means I can do podcast editing for you. I can do podcast upkeep, so help you manage and continue putting out episodes every week or every month or every second week, whatever is your decision for the frequency of your podcast. And I can also help you start up your podcast if you don't have a podcast already. But God has put in this idea on your heart for a podcast and you just don't know how to do that. How do I even get my podcast on Apple? What in the world is an RSS feed? How do I even record on my computer? It's just, there's so many moving pieces, but take a deep breath because I understand the moving pieces. So if you want to know anything about my podcasting services, how I can be your podcast producer and make the transition into the podcasting world easier for you if you're not there yet or make it more joyful make the joy return if you already are wearing your podcaster hat and it's just feeling stressful let me be on your team let me be your podcast producer and help just bring back the joy because joy should be a part of your podcasting journey if you are interested you can go to my website nylaweave.ca and weeb is spelled w-i-e-b-e i always tell people it's like dweeb but without the d <laughs> and that's all linked in the show notes so you can find my website there and it has lots of client testimonies and just explains how it works to work with me and i am so excited to hear about your podcast that you currently have or the podcast that you are just dreaming and praying over already i love getting to help christian women get out their powerful faith-based messages to the world it's just really cool to be a part behind the scenes of getting these god-centered god-glorifying messages out to the world it's such a blessing for me too so can't wait to chat with you about all things podcasting